0: You're a wizard, Harry. I'm a what? A wizard. And a thumpin' good I'd wager. Podcast candle. Lit it has been lit. We are ready to go. Lit. How did lit become a term of, like, awesomeness?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Dude, that lit. Weird. I don't like it. I used it in a homily once at Carmel. I got a lot of good street cred.
0: I feel like you've used it here, too.
1: Are you making fun of me for using it? No. Okay, good. Because that wouldn't be lit.
0: Not lit to make (laughs) fun of Father Tim. Okay, you ready for this? So ready.
1: All right. In a few sentences, tell me everything that you know about harry potter you're a
0: wizard harry is voldemort harry potter yeah yeah he is wow that's you it should
1: not say that name out loud
0: how do i say it how dare you here this is my go at it okay, okay this is
1: your go at it i just can't wait to hear it
0: boy with glasses okay enters boarding school Ooh. okay and becomes a wizard and fights against other wizards that's all i know that's about harry potter all right, and we're the gonna go red who? and yellow scarf, wearing red and yellow scarves. But yeah. basically,
1: today we got to talk about Harry Potter. We got to talk about the Christianity in Harry Potter, and we could go on forever about this because I'm a huge advocate of like Harry Potter being very Christian in its elements and in the plot and everything.
0: But there's there's a segment of people who are very against. There is a
1: segment of people, and we could have a whole another podcast about that. But I'm not going to go there. I just want to. <coughs> I want to basically sorry. go through the first book.
0: You're like, going to say more than I just said.
1: Yes. So basically, for anyone do not know about spoilers. Harry Potter, there are going to be spoilers in this episode. So if you are planning on reading or watching the movies and you don't want anything spoiled about the first book, then stop this podcast now and wait for Thursdays to come out. Listen to another episode that you've listened to in the past, but do not listen to this one. Spoiler alert. Am I going to get sued now? If someone listens to it and I ruin it.
0: <laughs> who is going to sue you? I don't know. I you don't have like, any money.
1: I bet Helen Magali would sue me.
0: Helen Magali. Helen would not sue you. I she loves you anymore. too much.
1: Yeah, that's true. The first chapter is entitled The Boy Who Lived. So okay. basically, we don't know much about what goes on, but uh, Harry Potter is a baby. He is given to his aunt and uncle, who are like very normal people. Not wizards, not witches. And he lives his first 12 first 11 years of his life with just normal people. Um, his aunt and uncle don't treat him well at all. Hmm. They, like, they do not treat him well at all. Under the stairs in a cupboard. That's wow. where he lives. Um, and, they, yeah, they don't treat him like their own son. Okay. And so he grow—he starts growing up thinking that he's absolutely not special at all. Like, he is not a special boy. He is just completely ordinary. If anything, less than ordinary. Then, sounds like my life. <laughs>
0: So basically, on. Father Derek's life.
1: <laughs> yeah. So what happens is uh, when he turns 11, I think it's his 11th birthday, he gets a letter from this place called Hogwarts, which is the boarding school that you're talking about. And the letter basically says that he is a wizard and that he's been accepted to this school. Ooh. This big dude named Hagrid, Hagrid tells Harry, no, you are actually, you're not normal.
0: You're a wizard,
1: Harry. You're not ordinary. You are incredibly special. Like you're not only special you are the chosen special Ooh. like he's a chosen one okay he did, and, that, and that develops throughout the story but he's he thought he wasn't special and now he's like incredibly special he's being told that he's special have you ever been told that you're special in your life so he gets to this school and so you you learn about his whole story he becomes friends with people he's like living the life realizing that oh my gosh i'm really special but then, once he's at this school, he actually finds out that he's not really special at all, because he's not the smartest wizard. There's a girl who he's friends with named Hermione, who is like the smartest witch of her age. He's not most powerful wizard at all. He's not powerful at all. Guy named Dumbledore is like the most powerful wizard in in the world.
0: Heard that name. Before. He's not the
1: most courageous. There's this guy named Neville, who is actually the most courageous um, wizard, and so he realizes that. And he gets in a lot of trouble. He's just, he's not that, like on the outside, he's not that special. Then at the end of the book, basically he has to fight bad guy for the first time. And um, after he fights Quirrell, Professor Quirrell, who is the bad guy, Quirrell recoils whenever Harry touches him. He like touches him on the face and like the, the bad guy like starts burning. Later on, he talks to Dumbledore, who is his like mentor, who's the head of the school. And Dumbledore asks Harry Potter, Why do you think that Quirrell wasn't able to touch you? Harry, do you
0: know why Professor Quirrell couldn't bear to have you touch him? It was because of your mother. She sacrificed herself for you. And that kind of act leaves a mark. Oh no, this kind of mark cannot be seen. It lives in your very skin.
1: What is it? Dumbledore reveals to him, you are special because of what your parents did, specifically what your mom did. When he was a baby, his mom basically gave her life to save Harry. Hmm. Dumbledore reveals to Harry, everything that you are, all of your specialness, Mm -hmm. all of your uniqueness doesn't come from you at all. It's not you that you yourself are special. It's because of your mom and because of the love that your mom had for you. And so Harry Potter realizes his whole, his whole identity is rooted in his mother's sacrificial love for him and his father's sacrificial love for him. Nice. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. And that's exactly the Christian life.
0: Yeah, I like that. But I think I could all, see that. so
1: often, what do we hear? Like kids in the school, from their parents, the whole culture today... Is telling kids that they are special that they which are unique, they are right? which they are but the reason why is lost yeah usually the reason why is because you're you you can be you and that's what makes you special you on your own mm-hmm. are special and awesome and unique when in the Christian context that's gonna lead to a lot of hurt that's gonna lead to a lot of, of anxiety because if it's rooted in just yourself, your specialness, then what does it actually matter? And so Harry was tr- Harry Potter. He was struggling with that, especially throughout the first book, is that he's if he himself just on his own is special, that's just gonna lead to like not understanding himself, not knowing why. But he realizes that specialness is behind his mom and the love that she had for him, and his dad and the love, sacrificial love that he had for him. So. Do you know one, Psalm 139? I
0: do. For you
1: did form my inward parts. You did knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for you have made me fearful and wonderful and wonderful are your works. Another translation that I think we hear like at Masses. Um, God saying to us, for you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah, And I love that, that God has made us wonderfully. And it is through the love that God has for us that we know that we are special. That our identity is rooted in the fact that we have been fearfully and wonderfully made.
0: Yeah, so I guess just two observations or two things that I'm kind of dwelling on is this yeah. idea that I don't need to make myself unique or special, but it's the one who gave himself up for me is why I'm special yeah so similarly to Harry his parents by their actions proved to Harry that he is fearfully and wonderfully made yeah and then the other thing is remember hearing a story from one of my classmates on theology on tap nice um he was telling a story about a friend of his whose child I don't remember if it was a boy or girl but asked him asked him his or her father, why do you love me? Hmm. And the father being very like, cognizant of how to answer, tr- trying to answer this question very delicately. Because he didn't want to say, well, I love you because of your smile. And so whenever that child isn't smiling, okay. he's going to create some sort of like dependency. Yeah. Or just, I have to
1: smile in order for my dad to love me. Yeah. Or yeah.
0: I love you because you're so good at swimming. Yeah. Or, or drawing or some other sport. So he was trying to think of like all of the reasons why, and he just concluded, well, I love you because you're mine, and I thought that was an awesome answer. It's simple, it's, but yet it's profound, and I think that's what people need to know about God, that they are loved because they belong to him, because we are his.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and the the moment we start identifying our specialness with what we do, or with who we are, or with The strengths that we have or the weaknesses that we have, it will never be true. And it will lead to anxiety in the future that we are special because like you said, we are his, we are God's, and we were made fearfully and wonderfully.
0: Yeah, I think people reduce Catholicism to like a religion of service and charitable works, which it is for sure. But I think when God touches your life so deeply, that's where it's supposed to come out of. You don't want an instance in which somebody like spends themselves so furiously for the service of others but yet they don't know who they are that leads to burnout that Mm -hmm. leads to activism that leads to virtue signaling all kinds of like things that are not are are sort of symptoms yeah that's a good point I don't know symptoms of some lack of identity it always starts with being in relationship with God our identity rooted in God and then mission flows from flows from that relationship with god
1: he just wants you
0: just loves you
1: he just loves you he just wants you not your accomplishments not your kids accomplishments not your strengths not your weaknesses he just wants you so be like harry potter
0: you're a wizard harry
1: and like god love you boom any shout outs I'd like to shout out uh, all of my uh, marriage prep couples who are gonna be getting married soon, um, soon this fall. So the ones coming up, uh, Rudy and Nicole, shout out to them. Shout out to Christina and Christian, also Ian and Rachel, and then Kristen and Colin. They are awesome. They're going to be wedded soon, be married in the church. God is gonna do incredible things through them and through their future family. So shout out to them.
0: How would Harry Potter say it?
1: Harry Potter! So we gotta watch that movie.
0: Actually, the way you described it, I totally would. Yeah, man. Mary Seat Quarantined is a Mary Seat of Wisdom dynamic original podcast. You're a wizard, Harry.